You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, and welcome to The Compass, the podcast documenting the struggles of life as an artist. I'm Leah Walsh. My guest today is Chris Perfetti. Chris is an incredible actor, and this conversation just delighted me. He acted a few years ago with my husband Frankie on the HBO show Looking, and after that we discovered that we have mutual friends and are practically neighbors in Queens, so I'm so glad that he's in our lives. I really enjoy his sense of humor, honesty, his heart so much. It all comes through in his work as an actor, and I'm grateful that he shared his thoughts and experiences with me um, very candidly for the podcast. On a side note, if you have a moment, please go to iTunes and rate the podcast or leave a review. It would really help others to find us in the future. Also, I am planning a live episode of The Compass on Sunday, November 6th. More information very soon, but put it on the calendar if you're in New York City and you want something to do um, right before the election to think about other things. I would love to see you there. I hope you enjoy the 48th episode of The Compass. Pleasure is all mine. So what do you do to try to keep from going to the dark side? Mm. And what a question it is. Um, if I'm being honest, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that I've come up with the right um, uh, defense against the dark arts. <laughs> Um, I, I, um, or whatever I'm doing, I'm not succeeding at, um, because I'm in it right now, you know, it's like, uh, and it's powerful. And because I create it, it's, it's, it's creative, you know, it's wily, my, my, my dark side. So... So right now it feels a lot like the thoughts go something like um uh my the newest one which I love is I think that I think of myself as like on this um treadmill with a million other people and I'm sort of like falling behind and I'm thinking like well people are you know I'm way back here and how will I catch up and I'm thinking you know now I'm I'm getting really stressed about money um, because it seems like as we for some people as you 
well, I guess I'll just speak for myself. And as I get older, um, that becomes harder and harder to um, ignore. So, so I I think depending on how how dark it is, uh, things range from uh, just numbing myself that was that was last week which which looks like a lot of video games and a lot of um beers uh um but the week before uh was kind of incredible in that I was in a class and I was seeing a lot of theater um yeah the actor center is a thing which um, I highly recommend. Um, just a company of actors who are interested in, you know, keeping their shit going. Um, and I feel very fortunate to be a part of that. <clears throat> I'm currently working on uh, a cross-gender streetcar named Desire Scene. Ooh. Yeah. So, <laughs> it is... So that so that is a thing, you know. Getting any day really where I'm where I'm getting to act, I feel like uh, I I buy myself two days of not acting. So so. Um, find ways to put yourself in that space. Yeah. Even if you're not getting paid for it. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, sometimes it looks like um, going to the gym a lot, and sometimes it looks like. Um, I'm really wild about this gal, Marianne Williamson, which is like very nineties Pollyanna. No, she's a, she's like a spiritual, uh, teacher, lecturer, author. Um, and she is so rad and, and it's, and, 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 and her and other ways that I have been able to like tap into something bigger than me, um, is, uh, you know, seems to fool my ego enough to to not really go down the the rabbit hole. But um, yeah, you have to keep keep reminding yourself. Yeah. That micro view, macro view. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's because what we. I mean, it's 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 particularly shit that you know it's so personal, and I'm sure you know people have said this to you, or you think this is well it's like what we do who else you know my mother works I don't know what my mother does but she sits at a computer all day Leah and it's like nobody she would never think to leave her job and and say to herself like you are horrible at this you've finally done it you have pissed off that person for the last time and like how dare you step foot in here and and because you know the the line between what we're doing is between professional and personal is sometimes non-existent it's like we carry it i carry it all day long and for years without end and and nobody else has to freaking do that that's insane yeah and you know i feel like it's it's you deal with it completely Oh yeah, it's like this is what I mean about her being wily. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, you could be. I'm gonna steal that lid from you because I think. That's oh my god! Please. Can you 
Um, that's some subtle manifestation of my dark side. It's my nerves. It's like, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know that I have anything more articulate to say than what you just said. It's like, it really, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, but, but if I can actually find a way to say this, it makes total sense because they're, they're the same thoughts that may, you know, drive me into, to the dark side don't make sense when I'm working and don't make sense when I'm not working. And so. Do you find as time passes that you've gotten better at like recognizing the cycle, like identifying it as like, Oh, I'm having these, these thoughts that I, I know aren't healthy and I know aren't real to a certain extent. Yeah. And you can kind of like pull yourself out of them momentarily before the next cycle begins. <laughs> before the B shift. This is reality. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think totally, yes, I have been. I mean, sometimes uh, sometimes it takes a, a month or six months yeah. to, to uh, battle one of them. But again, I think the really... Funny thing is that it comes from me, and so it's creative. And if if I no longer believe something that I'm telling myself, I will come up with something else. Yeah. And and I used to uh, I used to feel an impending sense of doom around this, but now it's when I can remember that that this is actually my this is actually a strength of mine. Yeah. You know, my creativity can be used for good or bad, you know, then I'm sort of like, then, then that's the same thing of, of, of like tapping into something bigger than you. It's kind of like zooming out and, and that feels really good. Yeah. I love that idea of thinking of it as a strength or realizing that it is part of your creativity. Totally. I mean, look at what we freaking do. We can talk ourselves into anything. Into a different reality. Yeah. And sometimes it's to, you know, play Blanche, and sometimes it's to, um, I don't know, chain smoke on my roof for a week. (laughs) I just thought of this, but do you feel like, like when you were in training, did you feel like the school you went to addressed this part of the business at all? Like the fact that you were going to... Why, do you think we have a case against them now? Do you think we can bring them up on... (laughs) Charges. So I'm just trying to think of like the small ways that when I was in grad school, they, the, I mean, the very small ways that they mentioned that, oh, you might have to deal with this at one point or not, or you should. Yeah. Or did you feel like they just were like, you're going to audition and get a job and that's it? Yeah. Um, the minute you asked that, I thought of uh, our, our second and third year speech teacher is this brilliant gal called... Um, Lee Dillon. Mm-hmm. And you went to I went to purchase. Yep. Um, and she is no longer there. I don't think, but she used to say this thing. She said it early on because I feel, I feel like I've known it for years, but she would, she would sometimes, she would say, guys, this is a motherfucker of a business <laughs> with that perfect cup, cup vowel. She's like, this is a motherfucker of a business. And you know, me and my, comrades took it to you know we we 
we saw that joke as far as it could go. But but that's really it. I mean, there is no... I don't know if they did um, warn us. Uh, and even if they had, it's like... I don't know if you found... There are so many things that I heard 25 times uh, at drama school that that didn't make sense until I was out and, and, um, and to be totally frank, they, they do a different thing than us. It's like, even if they hear stories about, you know, what it means to try and, uh, act every day, uh, um, it's just different. It's, I think, yeah, yeah. He would tell this story about that actress Cameron Mannheim. Yeah. That she, this, it took a long time for her career to take off, and that she would set herself, like, that every day at 9 a.m., she would go to the coffee shop with a newspaper mm-hmm. or something else to do, just so that she, like... Had she structure. Had, yeah, something to get her out of her house uh-huh. every day and to feel active, you know? Yeah. I think about that a lot now as I find those different things for myself. Yeah. Do you have, do you, do you long for structure in your life or are you not one of those I do. I am like, and, and, uh, my conservatory buddies make, make fun of me till, to this day. I'm like the only person that really misses school. I don't, I don't miss, um, necessarily like exposing myself in that way or like the, uh, but I miss the structure so much. And I miss, you know, when we're in school, this kind of has something to do with your last question. It's like, we, we, we learn about acting and it becomes the biggest thing in the world. It's like, it's, you can do anything. It's like kids playing Uncle Vanya. It's like, you know, (laughs) ridiculous. And it's like, you know, where is that in me? And like, it just feels so massive and so majestic. And it is. But then you, nothing can prepare you for, for people telling you, um, that it's not and, and what your, what it actually should mean to you or what your function in it will be. I mean, about, um, you know, it's funny you talking, thinking about going to a coffee place and reading a newspaper every day. It's like, um, I don't do that, but I do, um, I do try and start the day, uh, in a certain way. And, um, sometimes that looks like, um, meditation and, um, that tends to be a better day. Uh, if, if it's that, um, sometimes I go to the gym just to, uh, yeah. And if I, if I do it early on in the day, it's like, I feel like if I don't go to the gym, I've spent that entire day saying, could I? I should. You can do it. No, I don't feel like it. It's like, if so. I don't go first thing. Yeah, I won't. First thing or last thing. Yeah. I'm not going. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's very hard to have structure in our lives, you know? Because you're supposed to stay so flexible. Yeah. 
at the drop of the hat, ready to run out. Yeah. And audition or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna ask because you've done, um, you worked off Broadway quite a few times. Are you involved at all with this fair wage on stage? I am, I am. I uh, I just made a video for it yesterday. Um, yeah, it's super inspiring, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, speaking of, you know, learning in school how big, you know, and how glorious what we could do is, and then, you know, you know, thinking in school like I would kill, I would kill, to you know, audition for the public theater. And, and I did too. And then finding out that you can't live off of, off of a job. Um, you know, I did two plays last, uh, fall, winter. And, um, and I made more and I've made more money in, in a week of television from those two plays, the run of those two plays. And and that's super scary. And everything that should be said about this is being said, which is amazing. And it's 2016. Yeah. Yeah, and well, what you um, what you were saying in the beginning about worrying more about money as you get older is like, yeah, of course, right now, like in our 20s and 30s, it seems doable to, you know, wait for those two gigs a year or whatever, or be excited that it is an off-Broadway theater. But when you think down the line to people who are our parents' age, like. It, how those actors are doing it. Yeah. Only worry about retirement and that kind of thing. So I, I'm, I'm glad that this movie is going on. I yeah. don't know that much about the workings of what, how it's actually working or if there is an end point in yeah. what the negotiation is. But I, I am a bad, uh, I'm, I cannot speak to thoroughly on, on how they're doing it or, or off-Broadway minimum over the next few years. Yeah, it's like super tricky though, you know? I mean, I went to a, a school that was trying to exist in a state school system. And so I had a really stellar group of teachers, but but the resources were not always there. And I feel like I was I was sort of taught to be a scrappy dog, which I am very grateful for. But, but yeah, I mean, in terms of this, that it's, 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 uh, you know, I would do, I would do off Broadway plays for the rest of my life. And I would eat brown rice and sardines and just do it because it's that satisfying. But, well, I say that now, but you know, I don't know. I guess that's why it's, it's, it's changing because we've said that for so long. Switch back and forth between theater and TV, like, <laughs> as an artistic side and the financial side, or like, what's your experience? I'm curious. Um, um, cripplingly <laughs> uh, anxious. No, um, it is a different way of working as far as like the amount of rehearsal. And yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, working with your amazing husband was was one of the most rewarding and frightening. Um, experiences of my life. You know, in theater, we spend a month figuring out what every moment 
is sort of and then the work becomes about you know how do i make that real for myself and how do i forget it all so that it's yeah so that it's just living in a subconscious place and 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 film and tv honestly scares the living lights out of me and and um and particularly this show um looking which was which is so damn good but but doing it was was really, I found, challenging because not only are we not going to spend a month figuring out what each moment could be, we are not going to spend <laughs> thirty seconds and like and like you're not going to know you know the beauty of of that show and and a lot of my favorite things are like. You just take these wickedly talented people and you give them the permission to right. to be this person. So in a way, there's so much trust in you. Yeah. But I'm sure it feels a little nerve-wracking. Oh, my God. Know. Well, because it's like... I mean, they are by no means playing themselves on that show. But um, showing up and... And and not and having less and less, I guess, to hide behind is is was was really hard for me. But again, it's my favorite thing. It's my favorite things to watch. It's what it's all about. But it's so different. It's um, yeah. I mean, theater is like where my heart's at. You know, it's I don't find anything more jolting, more life affirming. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure with TV, like if you were director of a tv show yeah you probably or the maybe the writer but you probably feel more of the ownership over it because it's that kind of director's medium where they tell the final story with the editing for sure even though there's so many so many people involved with theater it really is on the actor's shoulders once it opens yeah and it just feels like acting you know it's like we're going on this fucking train ride and it's going to start and end and it's going to end two hours later. Sometimes, sometimes it's most of the time it's chronological. Yeah. Right, right, right. In theater, in, in film and TV, it never friggin' is. And, and for a while I was like really, um, <laughs> brooding artist, you know, f- f- throwing my hair back behind my ears. Like, you know, that, that's not. That's just that's tricks. That's like the my favorite film actors have just figured out how to, you know, how to technically work something. And I have since been disabused of this notion. But but give me a give me a, a three hour long you know Tennessee Williams play any day, which I'm sure a lot of people would agree with. Just feels it feels groovy, um, and and the and the totally depressing thing is you can't make a living off of it. It's like it's just no way, no how. Um, it's 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 again. I just don't think anything could have prepared me for. I mean, everybody sort of you know you hear it before you, you you jump into the pool. Everybody's like. You know, it's a hard life. And, and, um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm remembering now, I've had these moments in my life where I sort of am 
I'm having like a come to Jesus and I'm, there's usually a cigarette in my hand and I'm like sitting somewhere and I'm just thinking to myself, like, I can't believe it's this, it's this. Like I, when I was 13, I never would have guessed that like I would feel this, that I, that it would be this hard or that it would be this amazing. And sometimes at the same time, yeah. Holy cats. I mean, those are, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's amazing to think about usually when I'm doing that, when something, when I'm, when something has happened or, or I'm just, you know, I'm also thinking about like, just how different, I guess the same thing, how different my life would have been if I, you know, didn't go to the school that I went to, or if I grew up, you know, 20 minutes away from where I grew up or, or if I didn't meet, you know, this person mm-hmm. or, or, you know, I worked on a TV show once that, uh, I made a lot of money off of, and I asked for the audition. It just, I, I, I found it, I read about it and I just sort of randomly like hunted it down and, and, and my agents were like, no, it's, you're just, you know, no, you're not right for it. And then, you know, something changed and, and I don't know if they sent me in, but like a, a week later I had an audition for it and, and it's like, yeah, what, if you hadn't what the hell, you know? Yeah. What would have happened? It's just gnarly. Making me so anxious this question, <laughs> Leah, because it's like no, no, saying, exactly it's like pulling the curtain back and saying, this is like, that I deal with, so I'm, yeah, I'm asking you, it's like, yeah, how can you, in, in one half of your brain, aim to be like, well, part of me would love to be quote unquote successful and making millions of dollars doing what I love and great, but the other half is saying, like, well, that's, I'm a success now, and I, I yeah. can't define it as that or only. One percent of us is ever going to get it. Yeah. So solve the universe. Thoughts on that? What do you? How do you define it for yourself so that you can you can live a somewhat healthy life? Well, hearing you say it makes me want to believe, and on a groovy day, I do believe this that it's both, and I think it's more one than the other. I mean. I I think to define myself as um, an actor trying to exist in show business is will only reap very shallow rewards. And the days that I remember that my life is and just my the the miracle that I am even 
here is is what it's all about but but there are things that that make the uh the miracle a little easier or let me forget about um the hard shit and so i don't know i define success as being happy and being happy is is not i know in the back of my mind has nothing to do with money or 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 acting you know um not nothing to do with but but you know I don't need them to, I think. Yeah. Speaking of that, like, I'm not articulating things well today. Maybe it's because I think you are. Um, what is your? I mean, one of the things that's most important to me, as far as making sure I'm happy outside of acting, is like my community and my family. And like, has your family? been supportive of you as an artist do they attempt to understand it like what kind of thoughts have you drawn around you that uh can make you feel like oh i have uh i have stability in that oh leah yes the yes i like lucked out man i mean um i hope that someday i can pay you know them back for driving me to to things as a as a little kid and and saying I'm going to acting school like can I ever I mean I'm paying for my acting school but can I ever like can I ever um all the yes that they had to say um that they did say uh I mean there are always and I think it comes from a a loving place um you know I loathe having to, I talked, I try to talk to my parents every weekend and, and sometimes there are just stretches where, where like there's an unspoken, like, how's it all going? And, you know, I used to tell my mother about auditions and, you know, that was the worst thing one I could have ever done. Um, um, yeah. My grandma, who is like the greatest person to ever walk the earth um for like a blip for just a hot second was like okay like but is there something else uh you know you can do and 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 I was like no I think this is it I think this is you know way more than I need and and that was it that was really the only sort of resistance I've ever gotten from anybody but again it's like it's just it's just mama bear saying like I want I do not want your inevitable destruction um yeah yeah I have an older sister yeah, she's much smarter than me. She she makes money and has a you know has lasting relationships. No, I have lasting relationships. She's like, she's uh. Is she in Manchester? Yeah, yeah, she's up there, holding it down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm super lucky. Do they come down and see your stuff? They do. They do. If I invite them, sometimes I'm. Uh, yes, they do. Um, um, but, uh, but, uh, um, 
I'm really my my fa- my they are my family, but I consider my family those folks I I went to drama school with. I mean, that just like I mean, talk about something that sustains the dark side, you know, when the dark side rises. It's like I had no idea that Rochester was an incredible place to grow up, but you know, I spent many, many years in Rochester trying to find, you know, trying to latch on to some, you know, group, some identity. And I latched on to all of them, really. I mean, uh, but but when I went to purchase and uh, I just met these people who who were like, you could just do anything like you could be literally anyone like you can love anyone and you can look like anything and you can want anything and and who cares purchase is is extraordinary in that it's like it has these incredible these world class conservatories that sort of exist in a burnt out like hippie commune and so everybody else who and even some of the people who are studying art there are just like you know, I feel like I went to Woodstock for four years. It was it was incredible. And so so those dudes became became my family and we and we all moved to New York. Um most of us are still here. How are you feeling about the city right now? Do you feel like you're here long term? Um <laughs> it's okay if you don't have an answer. No, I do. I just, it scares me, the answer. I, I, I really like New York. Um, I, I don't know if I would live here if I didn't, if I didn't get high off of, off of making art with other cool people. I'm in the way that, yeah. Um, so I don't, I have my, my fantasy, Leah, Mm -hmm. is like, um, I'm on a commune that I have not thought of a really fun name for yet. Um, a compound. And, and I wake up from my room and I'm upstate somewhere, somewhere on acres and acres. And I walk down and I grab my coffee and I go into the living room where a chef and whoever runs the, whoever runs the museum and whoever runs the theater and whoever runs the farm is there waiting for me. And I say, <laughs> and somebody hands me a manila folder and I say, what are we doing today, guys? Um, well, Frankie and I will be there. Oh, my God. Will you ever? I hope you'll stay for a long time. Um, Let's do that. Okay. I mean, what, what could be? I can't think of something better than that. I can't think of something... And and what is so cool is there are versions of it sort of already, and I am really dumb and idealistic, and so I have a crazy version concocted in my mind. But I think if I think of it long enough, I could, I could make it happen. So yeah, I mean, I gotta get out, man. I I the cool thing about New York though is, um, when you do, I, I'm so excited to get back. I'm like. I'm there is for five six years now there is a palpable like I get butterflies every time I turn that corner and I see or I go underground to you know because the train can't get any closer to New York without going underground or you know I yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, it's better than where you get away from it. I feel like. Yeah, it just puts it in check, and so I need I need something to put it in check, um, because even if I'm not. Uh, self-absorbed and you know and totally down thinking about what we're trying to do trying to think of like the politics and the shit business that we try and survive in new york itself is just it seems like we don't have the evolutionary uh we don't have the biology to exist in a new york city yet and so or i don't (laughs) so 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 i feel like even if i weren't an actor I just it's I wouldn't I don't have the chops but I really like it (laughs) it continually blows me away I mean this thing that we did the other night was like it I I I was smiling from ear to ear I was like this is such a New York moment and I'm so fulfilled Oh, hello. <laughs> Brendan Steve, who has an amazing episode mm. of the podcast. It was within the first ten episodes. Busy. So go listen to it. But he was in charge of like creating these immersive experiences and this huge seventies disco dance party and Chris came and hung out with us and it was it was a blast. Oh my god. I'll have to have him back on to talk about it. Are you a writer? Like what kind of things do you do on the side to like do you ever make your own work? collaborate with friends just for fun and like in these dry times or yeah yeah um I dream of writing I I I try to um I try to write um with varying success I have a a a writer friend who who said to me a couple years ago like he actually genuinely believes that everybody is a writer and and, you know, and that he's just dumb enough to show up every day and just do it. And he's he's worn away the whatever it is that says, you know, do something else or you're not good enough or this isn't any good or um, and obviously there to that, I'm, you know, my ego goes, well, there's, you know, there's talent. There's like there's technical <laughs> things I need to learn to be a writer. But but. But I'm trying to show up more and more every day, and um, I sort of have the same relationship to it as the gym. It's like, if I just pencil it in, I'll do it. And 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 if I hold myself to it, you know, somebody told me once that, like, if you make a gym date and you put on your gym clothes and you go and you still don't want to friggin' be there, then leave. But that's never happened to me and right. and that's the hard part yeah and so i'm trying to you know i've just reordered my desk i've tried to make my desk a place um my wife sophie has like made me hip to this um i can't even remember i'm so disorganized i can't remember the name of the book but there's a book about tidying up your life and um it actually makes sense. I mean, if you value your space that way, uh, which I do more, I don't know if it's enough, but it, it gets me to write. Um, I really like writing. I really like making YouTube videos with my friend Micah that I don't usually post, but we, um, 
you know, he's my, we just get each other and we can, and, and I really get off. Yeah. I really get off on making him laugh and, and, and he makes me laugh. And so I do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. (laughs) I wasn't sure I was stalking you online. And, um, (laughs) I saw you had some links to some friends theater companies on your website. Yeah. I'm not sure if you had been involved in those at all or if they were the ones you admired. Um, a little bit of both. It's mostly just my admiration. These, these guys that, um, I went to purchase with, um, have made a company called Strange Men and, uh, and I'm a huge, huge fan of theirs, and I hope that they will read my play when it's done. Um, they made this incredible show called The Woodsman uh, that ran for for quite a bit. Yeah. So it's both. How have you been dealing with the financial side of things? Have you had to have a day job in a while, or what's your like little collage that you've managed to survive? Um... I have, I have, uh, I'm, I'm really good at ignoring it. You know, I think <laughs> I mean, if I don't, alive. yeah, I'm sure if you've just been stretching that out or if you had, I have, also. man, I'm like, I'm like, again, I'm, I'm really keen on brown rice and sardines. I mean, it's all I need. Um, it's tricky. You know, I, I want, uh, I want just enough money to not think about money. And I don't know that I've ever really had that. But whenever I get down on it, which I am right now, and I'm thinking about, like, what the next move is, and this is probably not entirely healthy, but I just... There's I'm there's something in me that, that catches when I think about money for too long, and I'm just... And I... And... It's currently sort of making me avoid having the discussion with myself, but it's just not what we're here to do. It's a, it's a, it's a fact of the world, but, but I don't let it have the power over me that it, that it used to. I mean, um, even if shit really goes to shit, it's just, I'm, as long as I'm not hurting anybody else, yeah. you know, I just, I try and think about it honestly as little as I can. And I've been fortunate. In some ways, because I feel like Frankie and I are the opposite, where we worry about it even when everything's fine. Yeah. isn't healthy either. Yeah. But, I mean, so hard not to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, it's why I live here. <laughs> Um, it's one of the reasons why I live here, you know, cause your money goes far and because, and yeah. And I feel like we escape, I like going in, you know, to dreadful Midtown and doing, you know, my work and then we come back here and anonymous is not the right word, but it, I feel like, I feel like I'm rejoining, you know, my I feel like I'm living a double life. Like, I go to the butcher, and I'm like, hey, Bobby! And he has no idea that I'm, you know, cheating on him with with Ripley Greer fucking studios. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there anything from the past? I need to maybe inherit some of your guys' money consciousness. and and. in the middle. Because either extreme, I feel like, isn't good. Yeah. 
Is there anything from the past couple years that you're really proud of that you would share with me? Like a hmm. lesson you learned or something that isn't like obvious but that you're really proud of? Um... Holy cats. I mean, there are five things lobbying for, for fighting to the front right now. That's great. Yeah, it's been a good, it's been, life is good. I think, honestly, if, and, and you can call bullshit if this is too big of a thing to lump into, to, to, to take the number one spot as most proud, but it's, it's meeting new actors in New York. It's it's going to a play, which I try to do as much as I can, and it's having a beer afterward with maybe the person that I know or maybe with the friend that I went to the play with. And and I'm just continually blown away by the colors of of the people who who are who are in the same place and who are like, it's weird. It feels like a, it feels like, um, it feels like a family that you have no idea how big it is. And, and, um, and, and this is, this is, you know, this does not take into account, you know, personnel. It's not like I'm, I'm, I have met a lot of actors who, who are incredible people but but actors are such a extraordinary breed of people so even the ones that I haven't I'm like I'm so excited to get a beer with them and and so I think the the past couple years has just like blown me away with with rich um humanity Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like you know running into somebody or who. That you meet somebody and you're like, you, obviously you're gonna have someone in common. Right. Like, right. Right. Share some experience. And it's often when I'm having those. It's it's the thing that I was trying to, and probably poorly, painting earlier of these moments where I'm just like, where you zoom out a little bit and the world sort of slows down or speeds up or whatever it is and it's like holy shit I didn't know it was this that it could that I could feel this or holy shit I didn't know life was this great and and I have and I have those a lot when I'm when I'm at West Bank Cafe <laughs> after I've seen something at Playwrights Horizons um so that's it you don't you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to but I'm just gonna ask I want to have you felt like as a gay man have you felt any like challenges in auditions or walls being put up or has it not really been an issue of people pigeonholing you at all yeah it's totally an issue it's like it's it's i mean what i was saying earlier about working on the show with frankie um where everybody has just said uh the job that i had had right before i started looking was um this pirate this this uh this show set in the 16th century and and uh i had just been captured by pirates and i was english 
Was this the one that you found? This was the one I found, yeah. This is the one I found. And I was like, that's got to be so much fun, the explosions and the, you know. I, I, I love hiding behind an accent. Um, and, so, and so, you know, jumping into to looking was like, um, not only are you not playing a British person being jailed by pirates, you are playing a gay man who looks, sounds just like you. And, um, and honestly, I had a lot in common with. And, and in addition to that, they said, okay, you know, this is the scene, but, you know, just go. And, <laughs> and it's why they are all so damn good on the show. And I am a frozen, you know, no, no, no. popsicle. Um, so... So it more felt, it felt really naked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I would be a total dummy not to say that it's 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 a real thing that I think about, that I worry about, and it's because uh um I mean I am I'm I'm not gonna pretend to be somebody else, I'm not gonna lie to anybody, but but uh like if you get the sent, business if you get sent in for like the straight yeah. Are you like worrying about what the people behind the tables' thoughts are, secret thoughts? Yeah. Spoken, you know? I am often sent in as the straight romantic lead. <laughs> I'm hoping we can play um, <laughs> I can't even wait. Um, I am, but honestly, that's that. I'm so uh, debilitated with fear by other things that, like, uh, if I've made it that far where they've said, yeah, send, send Chris in, then I probably would honestly feel less nervous about that because it's, right. because, again, it's, it's, it's maybe further from, from my ebullient, <laughs> <laughs> um, lovable. <laughs> flamboyant self um um yeah i was just curious because i know it's like yeah man the struggle is real the struggle is real characters that are variations of being far away from ourselves and close to ourselves it's still you doing it so it's yeah and it's this it's you know thinking we can play uncle vanya again and then somebody a business person says you you are whatever Right. And this is a real Yeah. This is a real travesty. I mean, like this is boring and st- stupid, but like there is a severe uh lack of imagination on 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 our business friends side and 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 that's super annoying. I mean, actors can do anything, you know, and, and, um, I don't know. I have friends who, you know, I have seen just blow me away with their heart and versatility and technique, um, who have to play maybe the same thing or, 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 or something Beneath them is the wrong is the wrong. Right, which is repetitive. Yeah, because. The business side can be like, oh, 
I've seen them do that, so that's a sure thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Womp womp. Womp womp womp. Holy cats. <laughs> I'm going to buy a pack of cigarettes on the way home. Oh. Have some kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> kimchi. She's in my fridge, yeah. So if if you're on one of those days where you're really feeling down and uninspired, are there like concrete things that you reach for again and again, like a another piece of art, like a book or yeah, music or someplace you go? Yeah, um, I'm big into nonfiction. I'm uh, so I reach for Marianne Williamson. <laughs> I mentioned because that just sort of feels bigger than me and you know shuts shuts my ego up um I reach for a documentary I reach for cooking um but uh reaching is the is is sometimes harder than you know but those are the things yeah and then the last question is have you seen anything recently that you want to I do. Um, Sarah DeLapp wrote this play called The Wolves uh, that is being done by the Playwrights Realm uh, at the Duke on 42nd Street. Um, that is so stellar. Is it playing for a while? Do you know? Did they just I think they're going to be... I think they've just opened last week, I and I think... Uh, I hope it'll be around for a long time, but... It's what we're all doing. It's what it's all about. Anything else? No! Oh my okay. God! <laughs> Holy cats! What a privilege! There is this amazing glowing light <laughs> just just behind you, and you look very angelic. And it's I think it is. It's fitting. Thank you, Leah. listening to the compass podcast i'm leah walsh more episodes are coming soon please look for us on facebook and itunes i'd like to thank the following people for their generosity the compass cover art is by kim miller music by brendan spieth audio assistance from nick choksi and a special thanks to frankie j alvarez see you next time Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.